What up, sis? Hello. <laughs> I'm 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 nicer today because you called me aggressive last time. I I I, I accidentally let that one off, and I, not not that black women are Was aggressive. Was it an accident? Because we named not the episode. that black. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. aggressive because <laughs> you like that name. Not that black women are aggressive. That girthy. When I talk to girthy, I'm not talking to a black woman. I'm talking to girthy. That's just her. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna like that as well. Huh? But sis, it's great to have you. What's good, sis? Hello. So, have you got anything for the people? You want to talk to the people? Um, Nicki Minaj had a boy, so I have a nephew. We I don't know his name the, yet. The, the Nicki shot again. Yeah, because last time I just announced that she gave birth. Yes. Now I'm announcing she she that we know the gender. Now we know the gender. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm glad she chose the Sorry, gender. Sorry, I'm going to be correct. We know the sex of the baby, not yeah, the gender. Yeah, we know the sex of the baby. That's why I said, yeah. I said, I'm glad Nicki Minaj decided to announce to the world that it is indeed a boy. And that, um, you know, we can look forward to that. That's, mm-hmm. that's dope. So all the prayers and blessings goes out to Nicki Minaj and her family. There we go. For sure. So what's up? And to the bobs. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> You're part of the bars. You know what it is. So we got some guests in the building. What's up, Janae and Nick? What's up? Hey. <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> let, let me introduce y'all formally the right way. Let me go ahead and do this the right way. When you speak of entrepreneurs, <laughs> you think of not only a person who owns and works different businesses, but takes the risk in order to do so. This man is a master of many things, essentially, in the sales world. Sneakers and gold, just to name a few. He's also the sperm donor and father to my awesome goddaughter. Shouts out to Amaya. <laughs> Shouts out to my goddaughter. Um, Nick has a fair opinion on most matters. Uh, very straightforward with it. And he's, I'm excited to have him on here. Nick, what's up, man? Talk to the people. <laughs> How come I ain't got one of those mics? <laughs> Your mic is just as good. You got the girthy one. Right? right? Uh, it's kind of high. <laughs> yeah, we got to set that up. Can you lower it? Does it go down? There it goes. Yeah, you figured it out. The master of everything. There it goes. <laughs> Anything you want to say? Um, That was a pretty good introduction. Thank you very much. Like That's like the TV introductions they be having on. Like the award shows and shit. Yeah, thank you. That shit was fine. I take pride in my introductions. I really do. I appreciate that. Let's get our next guest on here, too. Our next guest is an English graduate um, from the University of Florida and currently an English teacher in South Florida. She is one of my sister's best friends and one of Gio's daughters. That's what oh I like my to gosh. call people. You just claiming everybody kids. <laughs> well, well, Janae is my daughter, not right. my goddaughter. She's like, you know, my daughter. Um, I would like to say that because I had the pleasure of growing up alongside her. Very eccentric, God-fearing, and a brilliant mind. It's without a doubt an honor to have my sister Janae in the building. What's up, Janae? Aww. Hey, Dad. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> That's what's up. I'm glad to have you. We, I know I've, we, when we came up and decided our guests every single week, we want to um, make sure that we have an episode that wraps around, you know, your daily lives and things of that nature. I think, yeah, it can hit up. And have some great conversations with us today. So, Gertie has something special lined up for us today. Yeah, we have a lot of things to talk about. We'll go 
a little more serious to less serious. We'll start with scrolling and double tapping. Um, and let's talk about, there wasn't a second presidential debate. And we spoke Uh-oh. a lot about the vice presidential debate last episode. So we won't spend too much time here. But there wasn't a second debate. Instead, both candidates had a town hall at the same time on two different networks on the same day. So people, like, had to choose which one they were watching at the time, which is also problematic, but I'm not going to share my opinion thus far um, or just yet. But that did happen, and I thought I was actually excited about the town halls happening because we had an opportunity to just hear from one candidate and people and the people got to ask questions. So you like um, that? I, you like I like that the idea too. because it wasn't a debate. There wasn't like I'm talking over you. I'm yelling over you. They had an opportunity to really show them show themselves. And I've watched highlights from both. And yeah, did anybody else get a chance to watch the town halls or any thoughts about where we're at right now? I got a chance. November? I just chose not to. <laughs> I'm sick. This is such an exhausting. Um, year, election mm-hmm. year specifically. Yep. I don't. I don't know, man. This is too much. Yeah, it's a uh, piggyback on that. I am exhausted too. Not only that, I'm getting a message every five minutes about voting and where I'm at with the, with the race. Like, right. hey, can we count on your voting? I'm you get them. Just, you get those two? Yeah, yo, yo. It, it's it's man, G O. <laughs> Just scroll through the phone, dog. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Every, yeah. It's Multiple bad. times a day. I got at least 35. You don't know what's on the block. They keep giving you new numbers. Man. And I'm guilty of being one of the people who call you. I actually found an app where I'm the guy doing the political calls. <laughs> and so I might have called you and I get hung up on nonstop. They are paying people for that. <laughs> Just to go ahead and, uh-huh. yeah, like you can be at the comfort of your house, turn on the app and Go ahead and start blowing people up like they're doing you guys. But at least you're 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 doing surveys asking people yes. their political views. You're not telling them, are you registered to vote? Which I you know what's always interesting to me when people are like, Trump's approval ratings are so low or so high or whatever they are at the time. And I'm like, how do they know how we mm-hmm. feel? Like mm-hmm. where, you know what where it is? is that? I think they do a, a collection of all the information that you ever seen those surveys on um YouTube. That might pop up before you watch a show, and you click, you either ignore it or you don't. They, I think they're collecting all of that. So even if it's a small percentage of people, mm-hmm. they're taking all the surveys of everything going across the internet. Even those political calls, I'm sure. I, I got two calls out of the 200 that I sent out, but they have finished the survey. And unfortunately, the two people that actually finished the surveys were Trump supporters. So it's like... Oh, they got they time. Get, they getting their word out. They got time. They got time. So what you talking about, buddy? <laughs> so well, I'm talking about the policies. I think I got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I feel like. Have I, you seen the cars with the flags all over them? Yes, I saw it. I saw a little uh, parade. Yes. Of like three, four cars on the road just now. I know I'm excited about it because this is... I've never seen so many people with flags... American flag is now, you know, the representation of racism. So it makes me very, like, you know, uncomfortable. Oh, do you think the American flag is the new Confederate flag? I do. I think once they said no more Confederate flag, that was the understanding. Wow. Mm -hmm. I never heard anybody say that. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about that either. That's a good one. That's sad, though. That's really sad. Oh, it is. Well, here we are. So Ooh. I'm going to go over just a couple of notes from the debate. I tried. I really, I honestly 
really tried to like read articles from both CNN and yes. Fox, tried to watch unbiased uh, reviews on YouTube and stuff like that. And still, no matter what I do to try to be unbiased, Trump's still going Trump, <laughs> and yes. he did what he did. Nick, what do you do? You uh, have do you, do you what do you, what's your stance? Period of being probably somebody uh, the 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 voice of the young right now in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Where is you in your generation at? Are you a Gen Zer? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think no. I think that's like two thousand and up. Something like that. Something I'm gonna look it up while we're here, but go ahead. <laughs> a little younger, not crazy. Right. <laughs> do you, I mean, is that is that a, even a conversation amongst people of your age group right now? Are they even like when you, when you talk amongst your boys? It's like, yo, y'all boys voting? I just share memes. <laughs> <laughs> really? So you don't even you don't, you're not even swaying anyway, left or right? No, no I just I, I just go for people's rights. Go for people's rights. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Do you plan on voting though? I don't know. Hmm. It's kind of complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. That's a whole complicated process. Like it's long ass lines, and I don't trust early voting with the with the voting ballots, the mail in ballots. I don't trust that. I don't trust mail in ballots either. Yeah, they do. There's some states that've been doing it for years, though. They've been yeah, been doing it for years, but there's been. Times where you see the election ballots on the side of the road after the election. I've had to I had to mm. mail in when I was living in Texas because I was still registered to vote in Florida. Oh, so, and I feel that I, I don't our know president. If that's legal, so <laughs> okay. I think our president is registered to vote here and has to mail in his ballot because mm. Palm Beach. Who you voting for? You voting for? Um, I made it clear in the last episodes, like so far, that I'm definitely riding with Joe Biden. And Kamala, Joe Biden is to me facing is everything I wanted in the presidency so far. I mean, Joe Biden is not my ideal candidate. You know, if I had the chance to choose my candidate for the last term and this term would have been Bernie Sanders. Really? I'm sorry, I want to talk about Bernie. Give it up. I, yeah, that's, <laughs> but I'm rocking with Joe Biden. I think that what what the people are asking Joe Biden to do. And you know, denounce and announce to the world he is doing. He's facing the music. He's not running away from it. He brought up the crime bill, and he answered the, those questions. So I'm like, yes, we can hold you accountable. I'm gonna hold Joe Biden to the same fire I held Donald Trump to. It's not that like I didn't want Donald Trump to do well. He just sucked. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Joe Biden. Hope so. Nick's not sure if he's voting. Geo's and I. My original choice up. was Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. You that know, he was, was doing some com- uh, like a. Reflection of the debate, like after the other day, and I was just like, he really would have been bomb. I'm not gonna lie. It, the world wasn't ready for him yet, but I think the, the way politics to me has worked. Now that he's brought it up, he, I think he'll be advanced, and when he comes up again, I don't think people so didn't want somebody I, I think, who wasn't a politician again. Yeah, but I think now that he's in it now, so yeah. because he's now in it, we'll give him four to eight years, whatever situation. And technically, he's still able. not a politician. But he's just known now. Uh, I don't think they need politicians. To run the country? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been going like that for the last hundreds of years. Like, that's what they're basing it off of. Mm-hmm. If they bring in somebody that just wants to refresh everything, I think that's better. But then the, one of the times where we brought in somebody who Besides was Donald Trump. It was Donald Trump. Right. That was problematic. Right. Janae, who you vote for? Who you vote for? I go to a site... Like a few days before, called I Side With, and um, 
I make a decision based off of my results. Oh, so, so you put all your the things that you care about in it, mm-hmm. and basically, and it like it, lets it shows you, you split it, it. It tells you the issues, and it's like, hmm. where do you stand on this issue, and how much do you care about this issue? Interesting. And it, like, it's a scale, and I. So what I hear you saying is, well, you might waiting. not have voted for Obama. Ooh. First of all, <laughs> I didn't know about this in college. Second of all, our vote didn't even count the second time around. Do you guys remember that? That well, it didn't. It's not that it didn't count, but the president was chosen on that November night before Florida's votes Finished. were even. Yeah, done. Florida's usually wait to the party. Yeah, it's so bad. But the fact that, Florida. like, so even though I voted for Obama, I mean, it didn't really count that time around. Um, because yeah. he just won so many, right? Of the, so many of the uh, not the popular vote, but the other one, electoral college thing. Yeah. So it was like there was Electoral no even college. Oh gosh, yeah. he won Florida too. So I mean, thank God, like you know. Um, Did he win Florida the second time? I thought I he won the first. I thought he won one of the times. Time, but he definitely won one of the times. We don't know because they didn't care. Like we were not really counting. But they, they still have the number. Yes, now. they mm-hmm. do. But just in the end, the night is when it's yeah hot and ready. You know. Yeah. Like Krispy Kreme. Anyhow, so I don't. I won't say I didn't vote for him. I did. I know. I'm just saying, isidewith.com <laughs> is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, if that website tells you to vote for Donald Trump, you will. Oh, that's so. What I said was, <laughs> and I was very intentional, is just I let that help me. I let that help yeah. be my guide. I, I definitely, that's hard. We definitely use that for the Democratic primaries because, like, who do I most agree with? A lot because there was like 20 of them running. Um, but in this election, I, I don't need it. Also, yeah. I, the last few times, the people who have been suggested like to vote for or who have been suggested to me are independent. They're not Republican or Democrat, oh. which I think is something that we need to start living in yeah. as a yeah. country. Get out of this like partisan... Or bipartisan. Yeah, there's a lot of people that's voting for the right to vote, but I don't know if people are comfortable. This is it's, it's a very iffy election. It's like we're voting for our lives now. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a hard, it's not even a hard decision. She's that uh, your I just heart's want more not options. in it. Like there's not mm-hmm. a lot, n- enough love behind mm-hmm. me picking you because there was so much pride going into them polls for Obama. I was like loving it. I, you could have, I could have stayed out there and was rooting for people voting for Obama. Yeah, That's I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad my yeah. first time voting was for Obama. Yeah, but there's something that it just made us feel good. And Obama had <laughs> broken down. We have to be active voters because Obama then broke down like some of the things he couldn't do to help because we didn't vote for the Senate and the House, which he lost, and that you know hurt him in the process of Black mm-hmm. liberation and things of that nature. You know, yep. you have everybody just saying no to everything that you say. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This whole system is foo foo. But go yep. ahead. So just to just to recap the town hall, we'll start with Trump. Like I said, Trump trumped. Um, a few things that stood out to me is his comment of science is still on when it comes to wearing masks. Um, still thinking that masks are not going to make a substantial difference in saving lives, um, even though like the head of the CDC and everybody yes. and their mama knows that. <laughs> I mean, the scientists and the doctors say it does Exactly. Help, but so, um, he retweeted a tweet. They brought up how he tweeted out about basically how the Democrats covered up um, Osama bin Laden being murdered or being killed and 
that that never happened and that he's still alive. And his response was, I didn't tweet it, I retweeted it. And somebody, and <laughs> the, the, the lawyer, um, I don't know, I think her last name is Guthrie, or maybe that's her first name, I'm not sure. But she shared, um, she was like, sir, like, you're the president. You can't just retweet whatever you want. Like, you're, you're the president, not somebody's crazy uncle. And I thought that that was hilarious. Um, they asked him about Canon and how, or Q-A-N-O-N and how yes, to Q-A-N-O-N. What is it? Q-A-N-O-N. 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 Yeah, and how, we brought that up last time. Yes, and they, they brought it up in the town hall. Um, he said, I mean, I don't know about them. And she was like, yes, you do. And he was like, no, I don't. I mean, I think I heard they're against pedophilia. That's a good thing. And then she was, the, I don't know what happened after that. Um, he <laughs> called the lawyer lady cute. <laughs> he yeah, was like, like in a snark like a snarky way just was like huh you cute or that's cute um and Trump is is dog Trump is dog yo yo the man is wild and he doesn't he remember he's wild that is a I great honestly, word sometimes I cannot wait for him to be over with uh, president so I can just mm-hmm. look back and be like watch like a highlight tape all the things that he's done like I just want to sit back years from now like man that was some crazy times I want to look back at it because he does make me freaking laugh. Like, and he doesn't remember if, this is the last thing, he doesn't remember if he tested negative before the first presidential debate. Mm. He's like, I don't remember. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what do you oh. mean? Like, there was a requirement before that y'all get tested, and he does not remember if he, he had a negative the test like before a the bad debate. Salesman. Like, but like isn't that what we are as a country? Like bad salespeople, yeah, right. we sell this dream Ooh, to the world. Mm. All right, so we shared. I shared a little bit about Trump, and again, I really tried to not be biased with um, this research, but I felt like Biden had a lot of opportunities to be really direct. I feel like Trump had those same opportunities, and I feel like Biden took advantage of them. It was very. To me, there was a lot more clarity around like what he plans to do. Um, he was asked some good questions from the crowd. Like one person asked him um, a question in response, like basically like how can black people trust you, especially in his response. Other than um, his statement about you ain't black if you're like yeah. if you have to choose between me or Trump or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember exactly whatever what he exactly said, he said, yeah. uh-huh. and he didn't. That comment was problematic, and he didn't respond to that but he did lay out a pretty strong black agenda which i appreciated um the points were that he would triple title one funding for low-income schools he would give a fifteen thousand dollar first-time home buyer credit to black people who are trying to buy a home uh 70 billion dollars will go towards hbcus and there would be government backed up loans for black entrepreneurs so those were like some of the things that he shared to me, he was a little unclear about where, where he stood with his um, tax cuts because he Trump has given tax cuts to the upper class and the middle class, and um, Biden wants to take that away. And I feel like by the end of it, he said that he would take away the tax cuts for the upper class, like people who make more than $400,000 a year or families that make more than $400,000 a year. Okay. But the middle class would still be, like that tax cut would still be honored. Um it also, it was a little unclear about where he stood with fracking. That was a little confusing. Um, and he did speak to the 94 crime bill in a way that was, he was very clear when he said, 
the parts that he it wrote. was what what parts were a mistake, what parts weren't, what why, he voted for, what things he voted for. So he did not vote for the three strike rule. So he was against that. So when people say the crime bill, he didn't write the entirety of it. He helped write a lot of parts of it. There was a lot of people on hand on that. And even then, it goes back to what I said, I think, two episodes ago where I shared, like, at that time, those communities wanted that bill. Like, our communities, like he said, all of the black mayors voted in favor of it. Um, A lot of the people in black communities wanted it because it was dangerous out there. And they wanted more involvement. But if you try to add a policy to a corrupt system, then, well, did you, um, shit gonna happen. Do you have any notes on uh, what he said about the state jails and things of that nature? I know you mentioned the jail system a lot. He wants to uh, take away funding for state prisons. Yeah. And so that there should only be federal prisons. And majority of the people who were affected by the crime bill ended up in state prisons. So it was very strategic and for-profit, um, which he has always disagreed with. Basically, yeah, that is so crazy. Going back to America, you got the most jails, people making profit off people going to jail. How do you think that system would ever work or benefit us? Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, that just makes me so angry. No, that was that was my Joe Biden notes. Any thoughts, Nick? Janae, Nick, has it made you want to vote at all? I don't know. I gotta see the, the stuff for Trump, too. I mean the way that that (laughs) Nick operates and me and Nick have talked about this off the air a few times that his opinions on some of the posts that I have comes usually from even if it's controversial but it's always when you break it down it always comes from you have to hear both sides or Mm -hmm. it has to be fair so you, you can never sway Nick on one side or just anything you know I liked all of that but I got let's just see what the other guy says even if he (laughs) might already it's, it's never based off emotions or anything like uh-huh. that. It's always going to be logical voting. And that's why I said I tried, I tried to go into this looking for very unbiased information. Yes. But it's really hard Only to Only reason why I watch Fox News. It's, it's, and it's hilarious how crazy they are. Uh-huh. But go ahead. It's just really hard to look past bigotry. Like, it's hard to listen to someone be so disrespectful to a woman sitting right in front of him. Like, yeah. And it's hard to, like, listen to anything productive you have call, to call say it's also stuff. hard to listen to people lying though and when you try too. to play me like i'm dumb but they both do that i mean i would say they all do that but whatever they both do that though so like even as you're listening what joe biden has planned for the black community i'm just like okay yeah, yeah. we'll see though because i mean we got to hold them you know that's what we got to do as voters though we got to be active voters to vote people in place in the local communities that it's like a trickle effect yes the presidency does has one job and you know it might not directly affect you in eight years you know so but so that's why it's so important to vote for your state legislators and you know uh-huh. your, your state politicians because that's gonna directly affect your neighborhood so go out there and vote often as much as you can yeah I want to build off of what Janae just said about people lying I, I feel like what's the point of voting Mm-hmm. If you're not hoping that whatever plan they share is what they're going to do. Like, there's no... So I have to listen to it. And so when you say, like, listening to lies, I'm listening to both their plans as their plans. Like, that doesn't mean that they're... But I, I go in knowing that that doesn't mean that they're going to accomplish all yes. of those things. But I don't see... I don't listen to either of them as 
when they share their plan as a lie because that's all I have versus when they lie <laughs> like yeah. when they like with like Joe Biden's comments on fracking it's like mm, you doubling back you like you're lying like stuff like that yes. but I can listen to more of Joe Biden because if you're talking about your policy and your plans I just have to take it for face value whereas I mean Donald Trump said he don't remember if he got a negative yeah. test before the we, dem- like, do we weird. not believe that that Donald Trump doesn't remember because <laughs> I could 100% see that being true it, I, I don't if because it is true it's even just as dangerous like that, 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 that tells me you don't, you're not capable or able or qualified for this job if you're the president of us mm-hmm. and you don't remember <laughs> come on man. I do because it was a requirement before they went so that means you either lied about having a positive test or a, you don't me, remember you're lying like let me tell you, something <laughs> you didn't about, do it uh when it comes to certain careers, I'm, this might go a little bit far, but uh, like certain people are not even allowed to have bad days at work. You know, just all the emotions that you go through your day, uh, tired and blow, things of that nature. When you walk through your job, you're not really supposed to have a bad day. For example, a doctor. Can you imagine a doctor coming in before your surgery and is frustrated with something that has happened at home? He has to be as clear and know, like, he's held so accountable to such a standard that he knows he cannot just have a bad day. He's going to come in with that. The fact that the president doesn't feel that, he, like, police officers, even, that's why I don't justify Or a teacher. Teachers. And, you know, the pressure that she puts on herself is stressful to make sure she doesn't have a bad day when it comes to her business. My, you know, my, and whatever she's working in. My teachers had a lot of bad days. Right. And they, that, that they makes did, her they, they did some wild shit. That makes mm-hmm. me, that's why. Like, my teacher used to have mental breakdowns. In like, <gasps> in the middle of class. Like, just start going crazy. Sometimes, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> still, like. But how, what was their response? Like, were they crying? Were they. Like, she'd break down, cry, like, leave the classroom, class over. They got to bring a substitute in. Yeah. Like, some crazy shit. It happens. Uh, or, you ever, as that's a teacher, crazy. going through mm-hmm. something, like, going through a breakup or something as a teacher and then you gotta like be brave in front of your kids just like woo when you wake up with family problems like or a health problem and it's like okay mm-hmm. I can't call for a sub right now because oh, I, what yeah, like, <laughs> and there's emergency plans of course you know but it's still like dang I was on a roll with them I can't so you just gotta swallow it and your job yeah. could fire you for that like you know for one bad day could like get you ruined from these like places like that's why I kind of don't feel the cops that murder people like oh those are just a few bad cops like y'all not allowed to have bad days you know there's a lot of jobs out there that you know are that are lesser I guess in degree of like safety because you know when it comes to safety we need police probably the most and you you're responsible for the safety of communities and you decide because you frustrated and had a bad day I mean, trigger. they can have a bad day. They just got to know how to control the day. Yes. And, it's, and my point is not necessarily that you're not allowed to have bad days. It goes back to the, where we vote for the most important job, which is the president. That he should be, like, that should be a standard that you're, you're not going to lose your temper. That should be, there should be more rules or things or things implemented to make sure that the person running the country you just gotta be 35 (laughs) right (laughs) like that's about it right Donald Trump getting to the presidency and you could see going back bringing it full circle when you watch him do his debate and he he gets angry he loses himself in the moment I'm like this is the guy that's running the country He's a joke. I mean, there's no excuse for He's teachers. passionate He's about what he does. Do our regular lives, and y'all don't even, you know, y'all not the mm. president. He's just showing his passion. His passion? He's passionate about what he does. 
If if that's passion, people are not allowed to use passion, man. Like, that's just such an overrated word. You know what I'm saying? You know how I feel about art. Not every, you know, just because you scribble on the wall doesn't make it art. Same thing if you, just because you just lose your temple. Shit. That's Gio's little thing about But I'll bring that. I'll explain that for another day. But when it comes to, like, passion, if that's passion for you being able to just be angry and lose yourself and you're supposed to be cordial. And Eminem said it. Happy birthday, Eminem. Yeah? You know, lose yourself in the... Music the moment, yeah. but for real, for well, isn't it true? Yeah. And I guess he loses himself because. Which I feel like I wouldn't mind a president who is super passionate and like gets riled up and like, yeah. uh, like well, I, I don't think I mind was. that. I I don't tolerate like just bigotry, like being disrespectful, being degrading to women, being like yeah. calling it the China flu, like like just things like being xenophobic. The Kung time. flu was another time, which is very punny. Extremely punny. Very disrespectful. So I expect the, I expect, a I expect comedians to say that, not the president. <laughs> like when he said it I laughed like a comedian said it. I said this is horrible. Yeah. He's not supposed to be a comedian. This sounds messed up, but I think he's just a good representation of a lot of this country and how it's how it the hierarchy in this country. If we think of social hierarchy in this country, who's at the top of the food chain? White yeah. men. White men. And he is a great white representation. White heterosexual men. White heterosexual men. He's a great representation of that. Yeah, there was a lot that we can unfold from his presidency just to, <laughs> He's like, just be done with it. Yeah, just he's exposed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of grateful for that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to lie, because I have been shocked by, like, you know, him being our president, like, in the way he's done it. Like, even when he got to his presidency, I'm like, you know, let's, I was being the guy, let's, let's be fair, let's, you know, see what happens the first 90 days. Muslim banned. I said, no. <laughs> which, is, which is why, like, I was excited about the town halls. Like, he's not going to, they're not going to be going back and forth. He has an opportunity to just show his, mad. and he's still, he still trumped. Like, he's still Trump going Trump okay, and everything that he does. But anyways. Um, we got some other things to other, talk about. We talk about politics. And then Ice Cube just, um. Ooh, Ice Cube. I like that you brought that up. How you feel about that? Honestly, I don't have a problem with what Ice Cube did as much as... I'm sorry. What happened? Okay, yeah. So Ice Cube, basically the Republican Party has tried to say that, like, Ice Cube has presented a bill or, like, a a plan for the black community to them. They've accepted it. They're working in partnership. Ice Cube kind of backed it up and said, you know, well... First, he said, I presented a plan to both parties. The Democratic Party said, let's wait till after the election to talk about it. The Republican Party said they were all here for it. So when people like got upset with Ice Cube, then he went back on an interview and basically said, like, the Republican Party are trying to take it and run with it and making it bigger than what it is. Like, that's happened, yes, but like, I'm not working for Trump or supporting Trump or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, it, what, um, and I'm going to read in details. It was uh, uh, Katrina Pearson, and um, I guess she's like a known Republican representative. And she said, shout out to Ice Cube for his willingness, shout out to Ice Cube, for his willingness to step up and work with the real Donald Trump, his uh, Twitter name, administration to help develop the platinum plan. Mm-hmm. Leaders gonna lead, haters gonna hate. Thank you for leading. <laughs> Potatoes gonna potate. I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> and um, Ice Cube says facts. I put out this CWBA 
Both parties contacted me. Dem said we'll address the CWBA after the election. Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the CWBA. Hmm. I see nothing wrong with that. I, I don't. Uh, that when it comes. But to then that, he doubled back. <laughs> he went on an interview and took back and said, "No, nah, it's not like that. They took it out of proportion." So maybe the media did blow it up, which would be you know norm. But I, he didn't take back the fact that he did it. Yes, and he so, did not. When I when I heard Ice Cube stand on it, he was like, "They did blow it out of proportion." Like you know, now we're partners. No, they're obviously trying to use like that as a. Uh, political like move in a sense mm-hmm. right which and is what I was going to say from the beginning when before I explained it I said my beef isn't what, what Ice Cube did it's mm-hmm. with the Republicans yes. finding a way to like he talked to both pander sides the black community yeah. basically um, and yes and obviously I mean that makes sense uh, from both parties and I think Ice Cube did nothing wrong by going to talk to both sides you cannot be just except like, when you find of course the Twitter the Twitter uh Researchers, the Twitter uh, bureau investigators, when they find the tweets of Ice Cube saying "fuck Trump" (laughs) and like how he at one point was rallying against him really hard, Um, so it kind of did seem a little hypocritical. Well, duality: two things can be true. Mm -hmm. Because if he was willing to listen to and implement with the same integrity something that I put forth, I'd be like, "Well, it's still fuck you," but. You know, yeah, 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 things. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's make this work, right? Because I mean, when you when great power comes great responsibility, and yeah. Ice Cube is somebody who has a seat at the table, and he's able to listen, get his voice out there, and benefiting black liberation. And I guess he used his powers, and you gotta go in there. I don't but know. I, remember, I get what y'all are saying too, but like, where was his energy before Kanye became where he's yep. at now? Where was this Steve grace for Harvey. Kanye when he and Steve Harvey when they were like, we should have conversations with both sides now because Ice Cube did it. Like uh, Kanye it's West, Kanye West went in there being a fool. Not initially. Not initially. When Kanye first was talking about Trump, he was talking about doing it out of love and how we should be able to listen to both sides, and he was being very. Uh, what's the word? Objective about it. I don't remember before Kanye he started last, going. Before he going started going hat. crazy. I don't remember him not wearing the hat and saying like he voted for Trump. Right, because he had conversations with Trump, and he said like I've tried to have conversations with both parties. He, he tried to pretend like they were friends. But he said this. All of the celebrities were his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but where's this? Was, was Snoop Dogg and all of them people on Twitter? But we're going in on not just Kanye, Steve Harvey, like you said, any black person who tried to have a conversation with both sides got hell and high water and like oh you know what i can't be mad at growth i guess no no that's a solid point though there was a lot of people going at them i think okay when it comes to steve harvey i i'm with you on that steve harvey definitely went there to try to help uh i don't remember that happening movement and oh it was like first 90 days Steve Harvey yeah. was first ninety days. Why would you do that so early? We were still mourning the loss of a country. Was, everybody was on that kind of. I don't know if it was literally that. the first ninety days, but <laughs> okay, yeah. too early, too early. It was, it was very early though. You were right. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but to, to Kanye, I personally don't remember Kanye not supporting Trump and loving Trump. Not just saying saying we should love him. It was like, yeah, I like that. I'm with Trump. But what was his rationale? His rationale was we should listen to both sides. We shouldn't lead with. We shouldn't work through hate like that was Kanye's whole stance the thing as to Kanye why. is that you were been so used Kanye to West with the MAGA hat I'm so sorry I cut you off but you wasn't rocking with you didn't feel like Kanye West as yeah and I'm also disappointed in Ice Cube like I have the same energy okay because right now in October this is when you're doing that like 
this election is too important, okay. Okay. like, for Ice Cube. I mean, I get what Nick's saying, too, like, it's, or what Nick said, too, about there's nothing wrong with it, technically, if it was any other president but Trump. Like, it's like Republicans, and then there's Trump. Like, I'm not against black people being Republicans. It's weird, but it is what it is. <laughs> but, like, I'm against Trump. I get what you mean. What if Ice Cube is still against Trump and is voting for not Trump and put forth this plan and is still... To, mm-hmm. How do we know that's not the case? Because to announce it in October, it just helps their party right now. It's just, like, to me, bad timing. Yeah, and they, they capitalize on it. They, they promoted the idea that Cube came with top to them with them. And, of course, Cube has a big fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tried it with the Democrats. They just didn't accept it. Yeah. So if the Democrats accepted it, it would have been a different story. Which I also yeah. think that the Republicans. So it's really lying. the Democrats mm-hmm. for not accepting it. I don't think that. I don't know. I haven't seen the plan, so I can't speak to it. But I feel like the idea of, oh, here I'm Ice Cube. I wrote this plan, and the Republicans being like, of course, like we'll adopt it. We're here for it just sounds a little far-fetched to me. I feel like they told him what he needed to hear. What, the Republicans? Mm-hmm. And that's that's where, that's when we have a person like Nick here, where, where it's like, you know, so we, we clear those lines. If we're going to be, we, we're taking our ideals and emotions out of it and have to just take it for what it is mm-hmm. on black and white. And so far for what it is, what they have said, the Democrats said, they're, they're gonna, they want to adjust those things after the election, which to me wasn't a bad saying. Yeah, it wasn't a bad response. Even if they did what they did, they still said, yeah, we'll implement some of that right now. And I mean, I, I, I think it, now emotionally geo-attached to that, it says like, yeah, of course Republicans are going to sit there and be like, yeah, let's accept some of that. Yeah, what you want to do? You want to help black people? Yeah, we can help <laughs> black people. Let's show them. We had that on the plan. So yeah. We're already trying to help black people a little bit. Like, you know, they're already doing what they do. They could use that endorsement. So, yes, I, that's how I feel emotionally. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the paper, them said they're going to handle it after, which is, is okay answer to in itself. It's mm-hmm. just the Republicans ran with it. But then I'm also contradicting myself because I just said if it's a plan, we have to see it at face value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is what it is, but this election <laughs> is too important and we can't yes. vote for Trump. So we can move on. on. <laughs> so we can move on. Speaking of Ice Cube, shout out to the LA Lakers for winning the NBA Finals. Ooh, um, LeBron James. Whatever. Go Heat. Go Heat. Uh, yeah. Do y'all, you, you, don't, you don't watch no sports. I got a heat tag Because <laughs> it looks good It's just for, it's just for sure <laughs> Just for sure I like the colors right. You for didn't care about the finals at all I mean I don't care who wins But I watch them just to watch them Right I don't watch the whole thing I probably just catch it If I do Just being like a social Social responsibility I mean I go with LeBron just because <sighs> Yeah that's okay too That's okay too There's What about the tag? I, I, what, did, what did you just say? He has a uh, uh, his license. But, I mean, the tag is just to look cool on my car, but <laughs> I like LeBron James as a person. We make you look cool. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, he likes LeBron James as a person. See that? That couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron, LeBron James. Let's sure, go. Sorry. You just hit every freaking drop yes, that you I have. Did. I. Whatever. LeBron James, man. What's wrong I with LeBron? LeBron? Nothing. I like LeBron as a person. I don't like LeBron the player. Like, Why? Like, I know he's talented, but like, 
He just like he's is good. good. He's the, he's, <laughs> like, he's the goat. Huh? He's the goat. I know, but as a Spurs fan, like he's caused us to lose a finals. Like I just don't like playing him. He's good as hell. Like he beats us. Yeah, he's, y'all he plays. Too, he plays for the Lakers. I don't like the Lakers. Like everything. It's just all as a sports this all, this fan. Beyond, I don't just. I thought I didn't like the Lakers too. Kobe, this all for the Black Mamba. And LeBron James held his word because you know what? Talk is cheap, motherfucker. Let's go. I also have this theory about when tragedies happen in certain cities, they always win a championship. Basketball to me, right? Is rigged. It's, it's I hate like, the rigged idea. Because come on, be honest, it's such a great story. <laughs> like, I mean, God rest Kobe's soul, and I wish that that, that never happened. And the but the, the Lakers won the finals. When, the context, so, though, uh, just to hear, like, you know, if you hear it like that, right? But then from the beginning, the Lakers whooping Of ass course, all of year. course. I'm not saying they're, they're like the a Cinderella story. Team, no, no, no. They're the best team all year. And the thing that I love about basketball, about championship basketball, you have to beat some of the same team four times. So you have a chance to avenge and have that. You got to see the same person like, I just beat you. I'm going to beat you again tomorrow. So basketball has this great playoff concept that the best team always wins. Mm-hmm. Now, LeBron James has done it before Kobe's passing nine times where he's been to the dance. This was his 10th time. Not win. But well, you won, you won three times. Mm-hmm. Three. So you won three times out of nine. No. Not, he didn't have a three-peat? No. no. He had a two-peat. Back to back. A two peat. <laughs> I know other grades who had three peats. We know a grade who had. Uh, yeah. Two three peats. No, I'm saying I know other grades <laughs> who've had three peats. Yes, so, I mean, 100%. yeah, he's really he is the it of our time. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100. Yeah. So go and, their team, but but go. But I just want to say something about my little theory. I don't think it's really rigged, but every time a tragedy happens, I know some team in that city. Katrina happened. New Orleans won the Super Bowl. Oh. The Boston. Um, Marathon bombing happened. The Red Sox. Uh, was it the Red Sox? I think the Red Sox won the World Series the that Celtics. year. I don't remember who it was. I think it was the Red Sox, it though. Was the Red Sox World, won the World Series that year. That, yeah. The only people who don't benefit from stuff like that are my teams. <laughs> oh, no. That tragedy happened in your city. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying. First of all, none of my teams are in my city, so I'm being terrible. They're, I'm being right. worse. Did, did but the one the World Trade Center's crashed the Yankees didn't win. When um, the flood right was, after the flood, I mean, a little bad. while after the end of the year, Astros cheated the baseball team, did? Uh-huh. Well, they cheated bad, yeah, they, they cheated, cheated bad. Y'all, like, I don't know if y'all into sports like that, but they like cheated, like, for everybody to understand why. Wow, y'all, like, they cheated. almost took away their title, yeah, they had like, like there's Patriots cheating, <laughs> and then there's what the Astros did. Patriots cheating is up there, it's not that it's high, it's very up there, it's, it's not that high. They're recording practices oh it's better than what the Astros okay so shout out to the Lakers for winning the and thing. not cheating like the Patriots and the Astros because they're t- because their city deserved allegedly a, an, allegedly a, an upbeat moment shout out to the Lakers yes no, no, right? no. LeBron was destined to win this championship he wants he wanted Kobe to see it yeah like LeBron was like I'm going to win the championship now now that I got AD so it was all year they were dominant. They were favorite so. to win. I'm not saying that these theories happened because of Cinderella stories. They dominated all year. Like before the court mm-hmm. team, they were the number one seed. So they were the best team in the NBA. So it's not a, really that much of a surprise. Right. I'm not saying they were. The fifth seed, Heat, or the fourth or fifth seed, Heat, went to the finals. They weren't supposed. The, the first, second, third, and fourth seed is what you want to bet on. Not the fifth seed. If you chose the Heat to go to the championship, I mean, that, that you're, you're 
You're a great gambler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm you know, proud of them. This is our first year. Okay, it was that one year with the Bulls did not count. This is our first year without Dwayne. You know, so yes, I mean it counted. Going but, to the finals, one hundred percent. Yeah, so I mean since Dwayne, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. But that um. Yeah, that, that, that's, 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 yeah. that's true. The Heat has so much to look forward to. If you're a Heat fan, you should be so proud and excited. Like, you really have nothing but, like, Can a you rookies. feel the heat down in the soul? Gertie always mm-hmm. says that song every, every single episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a good song. Miami Dolphins song was good, too. But anyways, <laughs> go ahead. We're going to segue to the next thing. This is going to... I want us to have... Um, a couple of conversations on two topics that's happened in recent news that a lot of people have been talking about um, and feeling different kinds of ways about. This is a little bit more fun, a little bit more gossipy. Um, So it's two things. One, the first thing that we'll talk a little bit about is Jeannie Mai, as we all know, is engaged, maybe secretly married to Jeezy. (laughs) We don't know. They they say weird comments. Um, And like, you know, they just be like, oh, my wife or something like that. And I'm like, did y'all really get married or is it just like a cute way to <laughs> shout your girl out? <laughs> Whatever. I'm over the fact that they're engaged, even though I've had a crush on Jeezy for a long time. I was waiting for my opportunity. Oh, and he ended up with her. But recently she was on The Real and talked about how she wants to submit to her man in, her, in this relationship. And she shared her points and a lot of people, a lot of men have said like, See, that's the problem. Black women don't be wanting us to submit. <laughs> you know, a lot of black women were like, we will submit, but y'all niggas ain't shit. So what we finna submit to? Yo bum ass. <laughs> that <laughs> that's what my timeline sounds like. <laughs> and then, um, you know, some people feel like Jeannie Ma is just being like extra because she's extra and that. People are mad. I, I, I think people, what I've seen, personally on my timeline is because men are like acting like black women don't do it black women are mad and some women I think feel like it's an outdated practice or principle to have to submit to your man so what do y'all think uh, Jeannie Mai Jeannie Jeannie (laughs) when I watch her on that show I think she sometimes gets her moment to talk and sometimes it comes off as a black woman issue like and then she like thinks she's speaking on behalf of like because when she said about the submissive things she's like I know maybe not not everybody might do that but me <laughs> it's like, like it comes along it's like so she's trying to say Garcelle and Lonnie like, was looking like huh <laughs> like, yeah every single time she has her moment it just becomes a like more like uh, Garcelle like fancy yeah she's on the <gasps> that's her yes, she's on oh. there now shout out to her I was so happy for her I saw a girl and I was like who yeah, is this yeah. mm-hmm. On the first episode, Jamie Foxx played her little video to say congratulations and stuff. It was really cute. Should have sang at a piano. <laughs> I, I think she's married. <laughs> also, shout out because she hates him. But yes, Sapase. <laughs> but yes, what are what? Going back, thoughts on Jeannie my statement. I'm gonna let y'all get the first chance. What, what, Nick, go ahead, Doug. What do you what do you think about what yeah. she said about uh, ladies first? <laughs> ladies first. Go ahead, there Janae. you go. Janae I watched the video once Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to remember all of what she said I do remember the very beginning Her being like this is a me thing This is not about you This is about me And I thought that was really important to highlight Because 
If I, I feel like if that's what a man wants, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if that's what a woman wants, that's okay. And it, it's not speaking on behalf of a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have to talk so much about what she said. What do you mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. about women submitting to their man? And oh, I said that, that part because I was like, this uh-huh. is a me thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I echo her, her sentiment. Yes. This is a me thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate teaching all day. And I like to not want to teach or be in control at home. That is amazing, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doormat by any means necessary, like ever will be. Is that the right phrase, by any means necessary? Mm. Like, well, Is there anything necessary that would make me a doormat? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, 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 I can't yeah. think of anything. Apparently it's have your Kate and Edith too, so. Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> the by internet's any, on some other. I thought of it like, you didn't say by any means necessary. Like, if it's necessary for you to lead, then maybe you will. Wait, by any or, means, mm. no. She said, "I'm not a doormat by any means necessary." Okay, like, being a doormat. Oh, so yeah, being a doormat will never be good. Okay, forget it. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. like make sure I stay not a doormat. Yeah, by any means necessary. You know, mm-hmm. like you're not gonna walk all over me. You're not gonna walk over me at all. Yeah, but you're gonna lead. That's mm-hmm. great. And but what does that look like? What yeah. does submission look like? I think that's the part why this is always a debate sometimes coming up and it ends up becoming almost in a it's a, it's sometimes the weapon used against Christianity too of just like women like how they're supposed to submit to their husbands is like the Christian practice and or it just becomes like a lot of yes, men blurred. think that women don't do it anymore so maybe I think we don't know what that looks like in practice Nick, what does it mean to you for have, like a, a woman to submit and do you look for that mm, I don't know man Submit Like that's subjective What does it look like to you? I don't know Because I don't ask for it mm-hmm. Does it happen? Like what What are we talking about? Like what's the definition Of submit Submissive uh, yeah. Like doing everything I ask mm. Like that's what you're talking about? I mean I think people have different <laughs> Theories as to what it looks like And I think that's where It gets blurry Like to me Submission looks like Allowing your partner To lead in the relationship But it doesn't mean That they make All of the decisions Or it doesn't mean That they walk all over you It doesn't mean That they just tell you What to do But that they Are able to lead But sometimes leaders Like when I'm at work my boss asked me my opinion <laughs> and we work a good leader is gonna do that you know a good leader is and I think that. submission has to I agree with you where it's your you are saying to that person and to yourself that person is the lead that is who I am following right but a good leader leads from behind a lot of times mm-hmm. that's what right? I was gonna suggest so too. and that comes with trust and experience and it's like like you bring up Christianity and I feel like that's how God is mm-hmm. you know he's not just behind though he's like all over and it's a hey this is the way that you should go this mm-hmm. is what's best for what is on your life and I know that because I build relationship with you and if you build relationship with me too it would be great because <laughs> I got you I have, it's interesting I just, that you say that oh sorry Jill, go no, ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was just, just go ahead <laughs> You want to respond? Just really quickly, I was just going to say that, like, when, as Christians, we are on the front lines, right? But mm-hmm. we submit to God. And it's like, but we don't, 
what people see at face. Like it goes with your theory of leading from behind. God leads in a spiritual way in our lives versus like um, battling the physical world. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a theory that I've questioned. So when you talk about submissive, I have I've shared this theory with y'all a few times. Whereas, like, I truly think ultimately that uh, (coughs) women subconsciously want from men to lead, to be a leader, and to, like, you know, even what that might mean is you might be the better player on the team, but you still want the leader to lead. You know, uh, like, in a sense of Avengers, you have Captain America who might not be the strongest Avenger, but he's without a doubt the leader of the crew. Mm. And um, then I think of what men subconsciously want. We want our ego stroked. Somebody who, like, in that submissive idea of making us feel better and stronger at what we do. Almost like a support system. So you got a support system and a leader. And we, what you said, we don't really ask for our girls, friends to kind of bring anything more to the table than just what they're at. But at the same time, they do a good job at making us feel like the leader. I say a lot of relationships that I know have a situation that's kind of like that, where I see the girlfriend might have uh, the better job, might have you know the the everything structured a little bit better, more goals, but yet they're still letting their dude drive to places even though they know this is too far. Like they knew that they could have just said. <laughs> I think I know the better way and I think I'm a better driver but you drive in a sense this is a that's a lazy idea but like I think that women want your man to to be the leader like that that's what they want a relationship for for you to make them feel protected and lead them and then the submissive part comes from them being even in a better place or better status than you but they still make you feel like the man and that's submissive that's all the submissive if we need just that support like yo you can do it you got this it's you know to mm. some men so the bare not- minimum like that, that, that we love that that fuels us like the only reason why you're gonna want to work out and do things for the rest of your life is gonna be led by a black woman I mean not just a black woman yeah but maybe so mm-hmm. but I just like you know <laughs> they're gonna make you you're gonna be motivated to dress stay cleaner you're gonna get motivated to get haircuts and stuff like that from your girl and I think that is the submissive part she's like I'm molding this man on the low just all I gotta do is just tell him he's fine Two things. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, you know and saying? that goes back to what you said about like men want their ego stroked. I'm not a man, so I'm not speaking for men. Yeah. I think about it in a different way. Um, yes, ego stroke, but I don't necessarily say it that way because I feel like that has such a negative connotation. Yes, yes. So yes, it's yes, the yes. man. Yeah, it sounds it like prideful. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about that when I kind of said it the first time. That I was like, yeah, let me say find a better word. Which, no. and I mean, sometimes it's rooted in pride, but I, I feel like a lot of times it's not. Mm-hmm. Like it's just rooted in confidence, confidence, love, self love, self love. I think and is what it's rooted in. And but even the stroking has oh, um, the negative part. Yeah, yeah a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant like men, <laughs> people in general <laughs> like boundaries. People love boundaries, and I've learned that in the classroom, and it's so amazing. Like the kids just want someone to be like, "What you're not gonna do is this." Or on the better side to be like, hey, this is what you're going to do. And that's when true submission happens. Mm -hmm. When it's not like a set of, this is what you can't do. You can't go here. You can't be with this. You can't. No. When it's like a, this is what we should do together. Mm -hmm. And when it's inclusive uh, inclusive of, you know, my feelings as a woman, we love that. You know, we want our ego stroke too if we're going to use that yeah, phrase yeah, emotionally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a good I think balance. I will do that. In the, you know, that comes with the process of being mm-hmm. a leader is to build up your team. 
And I don't think that, like, when people talk about generationally, what that women aren't submitting, I think that, and even when women sometimes often respond like, you don't give me the type of leader to submit to, mm-hmm. I think that people often take it as, oh, it's because he doesn't make a certain amount of money or because he doesn't do those things. But to me, it's about how you are communicating God's message for our family through your practices and your habits and your and like the things that you do. Like people often read parts of the Bible and mm-hmm. then take it and run with it. Like, yes, it says women like wives submit to your husbands. First of all, it says wives submit to your husband. Not girlfriends submit to the dude down the street, right? Yeah. Or you know, when you're dating, you are supposed well, to be like you know, you like it's very specific. But you don't just become that overnight, you know. Like you don't become. I, and I agree with mm-hmm. you that you it's not you don't submit to everyone because like mm-hmm. that can lead to that. That's not self love, you know. Like allowing yourself to be in that cycle mm-hmm. of every Facts. single person, you know. Yes. You know what I like. Um, but it should be said? people both, who you're working towards that with. That's sorry. exactly. Yes. That's what I was gonna say. I like what both of y'all said because you're right and you're right. And what I love what Gertie did with the husbands and wives, she there's levels to this shit. Like you know, there's there's absolutely a level to it. So when you I on you know I suggest that anybody who declares anybody to be their husband or their wife to know that there is a like you know there's that's the ultimate goal with anybody to have that moment mm-hmm. it's not just being in the moment of this just relationship or girlfriend it's about yo when we get to this place this is where I held you at like this is the work in the process mm-hmm. that you're speaking of Janae that it, it, I I hope nobody just getting married to the first person they date and now that, that's scary but I'm talking about yes take your time in the My process of Darnell did it, it. Right. That's what you know. I watch girlfriends. Mm. Did you ever wish that like like marriage was like the idea that we was raised on versus the reality? No. Yeah. My idea of marriage was not okay. What was your idea of marriage? Um, you know, it's just and it's funny, I feel like my idea of marriage comes from television shows because what I saw, not in my home but around me, was chaotic. It was a lot of I make the money you're under me. Mm-hmm. I want this fridge in my house. I'm buying it. You have nothing to say about it. Why are you not home right now? Like it was so tumultuous, and I'm like oh, tumultuous. Can I don't oh, bing, 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 uh, something for that word? You know what it is. <laughs> say it. Drop a bomb for tumultuous. Drop a bomb, Gertie. Come on, love the bomb, embrace the bomb. You can't have a real podcast without bombs. Um, I got the total opposite of that though. The things that I watched gave me a sense of like I couldn't wait to get married because I'm like they look so happy without thinking about because of television or because of what you saw in your real life. And television versus oh yeah, my real Janae life. saying Janae saying in her real life what That's she saw. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what you meant. I, so I, in my I, real I, life, it wasn't great. That's so when you were like, oh, the idea for me was television, and right. reality is what I saw. Mm, that is one reality and I don't think television shows any reality I think it shows parts of realities um like a, a lot of our shows I think romanticize marriage and it's like mm, it could just be two people who make the decision that they're gonna do life with each other because it makes more sense with each other I didn't get that 
I got a lot of love. I mean, from the things I watched, and we'll talk about. What oh, we from what we watched, from what I watched was. Oh, but see, I guess okay. This room, this. like this, we're gonna Jaller, go do Jaller these things. The Gio said. Gio said the shows he watched was what he thought marriage was supposed to look like. Right. But then what he saw in reality was something different. Y'all are saying the same thing. Yeah. What I first said was. Don't y'all wish marriage was what we thought it was versus the reality of what it is? Yes, and what, I, like the I don't of, like I, the. Well, what did you think it was? I thought it was a beautiful confidence to God, like that you guys are coming together as one, and then you see like the the the, the woman backing up the dude, the dude backing up the woman. I'm like, yo, this is dope. Marriage. You is thought well. it was what you saw on TV. You knew that that and was I knew, fake, basically. And but what yeah. I saw was even when I saw well, it with I my it parents, was. I knew they weren't the perfect marriage. So I thought, like, man, I can't wait to have one of those and not one of these the reality definitely hit me very early you know and my parents surviving the, 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 that's reality you know marriage is not easy so I was like damn I wish it was the thought of what it was like how you know maybe uh, it's a lot easier on television obviously like you know but that's what I always strive for that you know that type of relationship you know the growing pains one of my favorite shows of all times literally probably my number one favorite show of all times Martin what Gina and Martin went through all that growing pains of like what relationships are and they kind of like oh so it's tough it's bad Martin broke then Martin went through that phase of finally getting married to Gina I was like see now that is raw that's real like you know those problems exist and you come to something beautiful that's some of the things I saw so I'm like yeah I want that I want a little bit of that to be fair I I didn't watch that growing up yeah so I guess it depends on Fresh Prince growing up Yes. Another relationship one like that Phil one was good. Wife. I'm like Vivian and his uh, Phil's like great. Like you know she snapped on him plenty of times. She like let you wear pants in the house. I'm like yeah that's raw. It's like you like he's in the doghouse. He was sleeping on the couch for a whole episode. Oh, because he I... forgot about he forgot about their anniversary something like that. I was like man that seemed like yeah we're not just gonna break up but like, mm. you can't sleep next to me and he hurt. To not be able to sleep next to his wife, I was like, "Yo, that's what I want a piece of that." Mm, okay, and, okay, and okay. it kind of goes back to I, I didn't get to the other half of the Bible verse thing of when people leave out. It's like, yes, it says wives submit to your husbands, but then the very next verse or two <laughs> verses <laughs> over, it says, "Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church, and lay down your life, <laughs> lay down your life for your wife, <laughs> like lay down your life." Yes. And so when people like to me, that's when a woman is like able to submit to their husbands in a in a way that doesn't feel obligatory it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. stress thanks it doesn't feel stressful it's literally I just bump for that word girth you get your bombs too though thank you it's not as great as Big words. tumultuous Don't do that. but <laughs> Don't do that it was okay but um yeah it doesn't feel stressful it doesn't feel like we have to do it it's i want to because you are being the type of love that I want. Mm-hmm. Nick, thoughts on submission <laughs> or relationships or marriage or? Um, I don't know. I watch. I watch the shows like y'all watch, but mm-hmm. I never looked at that as an idea of what marriage was. Mm-hmm. And based off my life, what I seen, like all oh, my friends, like I got some family members that's married, but I don't think that's what I would would want to have in my marriage. So. Mm-hmm. I never looked at marriage as an idea I wanted to accomplish at some point. You never looked at marriage as an... You said as an idea you wanted to accomplish at some point. Yeah. But then Akila came and she wants marriage and she's throwing it at me. So I was like, (laughs) "Eh, maybe it's not too bad. But based off everything I've seen in life and 
me just living in reality without mm-hmm. no flowers and making stuff, imaginary stuff up. I don't know. Yeah. Imaginary stuff is really... Mm. A lot of people try to make marriage to be all... It's all positive. They don't look at the negatives. Mm-hmm. They don't want to... Um, what's the word? They don't want to address the negatives. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think, like, some shows show times, like... I think, for example, in Moesha, right? Like, you always saw Frank and Dee. And that was his second marriage because the first wife died. Yeah. And then the whole, towards the end of the show, when you find out Dorian is really her brother, not her cousin, and because his dad cheated on her you mom back I in the day. I watched that show back in the past, but now, like, when I see, like, it's like, okay, this, this was in season three. The problem started on season one, first quarter. I was like, yo... When, I never thought of Moesha as a drama, but that thing. I mean, it got it, more dramatic towards the end. One hundred percent. I mean, I just but I watched uh-huh. it with the comedy side and said, I guess they have to have drama. But now I look at the seriousness of the drama; it was real. Uh-huh. Moesha was a very good show. But to yeah, and to watch that like happen as a child, I was like, oh, this is like what really happens, you know? Like this is more. This is so realistic. Like that's what I thought when I watched it. Versus, I, I remember like, watching, which is like low key sad. Like. Yeah. I mean, not that those things don't happen in real life and that people can't get through them or anything like that, but it's, like, sad that I was like, ooh, finally a show that showed a real marriage. I'm like, wow, that's not okay. <laughs> I watch Moesha show like, this guy's crazy. Uh-huh. This is a bad husband because mm. I'm going to watch my Fresh Prince and get a good one. <laughs> that's what it was for me. I was like, I was like, yeah, he's just a bad guy. I just mm-hmm. like this I thought. He was the bad one. The other ones were perfect for me. Mm-hmm. But yes, often what you do. Do y'all is feel like reality. just to end the submission conversation? Do y'all feel like this our generation? Let's just say millennial women. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. What? Whatever you're gonna say, I know. What you're no. Have an issue with submitting? Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> then you gotta double up on that. You gotta speak on that. Why? <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to say they're too independent and make it sound negative, but that's how they are nowadays. So, follow up question: Do you feel like millennial men lead in the way that they should in order for women to not have to feel so independent all the time? Oh, that's a pretty general question. Like I can't just pinpoint everybody. So right, but you just did it for women. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I no, no. Hmm. It depends what we talking about because there's like there's different categories of men. Yeah. There's niggas and there's men. Yeah. Niggas, no. Men, yeah. Hmm. And you, Just can't like call, you can't call women a different category. <laughs> nope. There's, there's double standards. There's what? There's what? You said double standards. <laughs> there's women and there's woman. You right. know, like. <laughs> I, th- I think there's a huge difference, though. I mean, Jay Z said it in the song, you know, you know, separating sisters from bitches. Oh wow, sisters from bitches. <laughs> he really did. He went there. It's funny because he wants to say that word so badly, <laughs> and this is why you. Can't I want to say it because I think the word bitch. Oh wow, it's so funny. Just like not to you, not to say it in the way I like saying it to my friends, my homies. I like to say it to everybody. Oh, so you say to your homies, "Hey, bitch." Then I hate bitch. It's like when they get me mad on two kings, like. What was it's that? Funny. What is going on here? We're laughing. I'm talking about the having word. Having a good time. We're having a good word. time. <laughs> out of, I'm, and 
truthfully, I'm working on not cursing anymore. But out of all the curse words, if I can save any of them, don't say it again, please. Bitch, of course. Because I mean, like, <laughs> but like, I think it's just a funny curse word. I like to say fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like saying as much unless it's like. So shame. That's good. <laughs> What's yours? That's hard. You I don't know. Yeah. I think the word bitch is so funny because especially if it comes out of nowhere. Like, so what if? What if? Sorry. What? Like, I I, I don't like. I'll tell you a curse word. I don't like for sure. Fuck nigga. Like yeah, as a compound curse word. But as a I do enjoy saying fuck and I do enjoy saying nigga sometimes. But mm. as a when you put it together, that it just like yeah, it's yeah, pr- it, it's pretty curse, bad. Like, but sometimes necessary. But pretty bad. I mean, no curse words are technically necessary, but... But you know the way we... I mean, sometimes it's enhancers. Yes, that's, that's how what, I feel. See, but yeah, but see, bitch weighs a little heavier now because, you know, we're not... They're trying to ban the word bitch. Who's they? Who's they? People. The Where? people public. No, people are trying to ban calling women bitches. Yeah, but then now when I say the word bitch, it kind of like makes people like, girls like, jump a little like, who are you talking about? I'm like, I'm talking Cause, about... Because like, you know what you just did? You just... Identify that you're talking about a girl. <laughs> well, sometimes I am, and there's a difference from calling somebody, uh, you know, anything else, and a bitch. Like when you talk about a bitch, we're talking about a bitch, if like a girl. No, it, I'm it, confused it, right now. Okay, the word bitch is uh, it's not prejudice on who it goes to. Mm. Man, I, I think it is. I think it is too. There's not yeah. many. There's bitch niggas, but you don't really call a nigga. You don't really call a nigga a bitch. Because when a man, you call a guy a bitch when you feel like he acting like a girl, which is so ironic right. because so women are so much like, stronger. <laughs> like, no, not in a rude way. Not that we're stronger emotionally and mentally, but like our bodies are physically able to take and tolerate a lot of pain. Not but strong. even when a guy's acting emotional, they and, get called and, a bitch. And, yes, that's especially when you get called a bitch. But it's like we literally go through our menstruation every single. We have our periods for days on end, and we have to control ourselves at work. We don't get a week off of work. Well, I'm not. I'm I started not taking a, a day off every month. No, no, but no, no, no. hold on, listen, 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 listen. And this, I've talked. I talked about this to somebody before. Women have to be so emotionally strong. We have to be. So it's ironic that when a man is. Not being emotionally strong, he's called a bitch. Mm, <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. We well, I mean, the, 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 like I said, I, I don't. I mean, whatever we should start way. calling y'all bitches when you do great strong things, like when you open that jar of peanut butter. That uh, you know, so I mean, I guess be I like, yo, song. you my bitch, yo. I'm like, really yes. yes. I would get, I would get left in my relationship if I did that. Imagine. But I agree. I don't know. Would I you mean, like I, it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't. I do that sometimes, like, uh, like. No, know. no, no. Would you like it if you're a girl when you bring flowers and you know, not chocolate, but candy? When you right. do something emotional, romantic, she'd be like, "Yo, you my bitch." Would I like it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but she wouldn't like if I said that either. <laughs> I mean, like, I wouldn't say like, "Dog, you my bitch" to my girl neither. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare to say that because I'll get you know, like that's horrible. I don't. I get. The, the power of the curse words but curse words have power right they all have the words they're heavy words right and the cursed let's remember that part <laughs> and so and so they, they they weigh a little heavy and where I use bitch at might not be attached to the same way so who if whoever I've never you know called anybody a bitch that didn't warn it uh, I've changed Gertie I've changed Gertie I, I, like why I said, you calling me we all did a face all three of us <laughs> everybody tilted their head like mm. 
Okay, this, <laughs> there was a past, Nick, that you don't know. Like, uh, the, the, the girls in this room know that I used to say the worst things to them because I thought it was funny. So I thought nobody else was cursing them out like that, so I should do it. So I just, and then Makes they sense. enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. I've got called We're on. Getting <laughs> We're getting lost. We're getting lost. So I used to say things like, you know, bitch, like all the time. I used to call them bitches. Like, 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 just like what's up, bitches? I used to do a lot of that type of stuff. Now I learned, you know, growth, age. With repercussions. I just want to make it very clear. It wasn't all. (laughs) We didn't just lay down and let him call us bitches. Like, yes, dad. Like, no. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) We've been trying to tell him. It's not okay. Hey, Nick, I'll text you. Uh, (laughs) um, So when it comes to that, okay, yes. You know, how I use the word bitch, I, at this point in my life, I call mostly niggas bitches. And and it's just because as soon as they get on my nerves, it doesn't necessarily have to be like they're being a bitch. It's like, man, shut up, bitch. Like, it's like I enjoy saying that to them. Or like when they're talking too much, it's like, silence, bitches. (laughs) And then that's what I do. So that's my new thing. And and again, this wasn't really towards you and how you use cuss words, but bitch does have like... Most of the time when you're calling a woman a bitch, it's because she's being mean or angry or whatever, or being black sometimes. Or passionate. <laughs> or passionate. No, and you're no, like, no, oh, no, no, not you. I'm saying people. And then and people are like, people, she's though. a bitch. Like, now, speaking on behalf of people, there is, a, I understand the weight of how it feels to the black community, or the black female community, because that are... That that is it does carry some weight to it. We talked about resting bitch face on the last episode about how black women are off like it became a whole thing about how they almost started accepting it of just like I have a resting bitch face, it's not my fault. Like I look this way and it's like you don't you look fine. But my, people my try girl to has that. You said what? My girl has that. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it. She knows Everybody it. Everybody knows it. Be a little intimidating. We love you though. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little intimidating. <laughs> Another stereotype of black women. I'm sorry, sis. But but then usually when a man is being called a bitch, it's because he's doing something that is associated with women, like being quote unquote emotional. Or if he can't list something, it's like, oh, you're such a bitch. You can't. You not. You can't brunch heavy. Like, uh, yeah. In general, that's usually that's I mean, what happens. That's what the word is, right? That's what it's used for. Usually, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. It's so, it's a, but but those things but are often tied to, to, women, to women. So, and that's not good, you know. My girl calls me a bitch at least twice a day, <laughs> every day. That's How does that this make is fact. I just don't care. <laughs> just don't I'm care. used to it. I used to be mad at first, but like, all right, cool. It is what it is. <laughs> that's funny. I you know that's great reality. That's great retaliation. That is exactly what the black community did with the word nigga. Reclaimed it and now use it. That, that, that's what I so thought I, I was doing. One hundred percent. Go ahead. I love that. Get, no, me. no, no, no. It's different because you're not a girl. <laughs> yes, when women <laughs> call each other bitch, it's reclaiming and how you reclaim it back. what you own. Yeah, it don't it don't apply to you in this situation. <laughs> but we can, speaking of bitches, no, I'm joking. I'm just joking. We can do that. We can do that. Like the N word. We can speak of my bitch. Yes, Let's talk a little yes, bit about bitch. Cardi B. Uh, it's an old word. I feel like bitch was spread out evenly. It was. Um, but go ahead, go ahead. Don't be Cardi. like the white people trying to say the N word. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Do you know where that word? Can we talk about that? Huh? Do you know where that word came from or comes from? Cracker. Yeah. I've, I've heard a theory. I, I don't know if it's true. Yeah, I, I, it makes sense in my head. It does. Um, that it comes from the sound of the whip cracking. Yeah, that's what I heard too. 
And I talked to my students about it the other day, and they're like, not from the food? And I'm like, same. That's what I thought <laughs> for a long yeah, time. I thought it was the white cracker. Mr. Though. Nichols taught me that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Liam. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Awesome. Okay. I Mr. Nichols, man. Let's talk a little bit about, we don't have a lot of time left, but let's talk a little bit about Cardi B. And there's a, a couple of reasons I wanted to bring it up. So, recently... Cardi B and Offset announced that they were getting divorced. Or somebody announced it. Who knows? I don't but I think Cardi B affirmed that they were getting divorced. She denied a lot of the rumors, like there were a lot of rumors that Offset had a baby with somebody else or got somebody else pregnant. I think she denied those things. Um, but she did say that they were going through a tough time. Whatever, right? Recently was her birthday. She had a big birthday party. They were there, they were loved up, they're now back together. She City was, Boys Up. Oh Lord. <laughs> Also affirmed that they're back together. In future, um, saying that she just be getting mad. Um, not in future, we trust. And we then gotta, we, we gotta get the the future. Then we be like sensational, sensational. <laughs> sensational. You gotta get that. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that. And then the night of her birthday party, <laughs> she released. I mean, she accidentally posts a new to her Instagram story. That was. With her face, and she was With so her mad face. at herself. Yeah, her, 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 her voice memo, like when she was sharing how, how upset she was, she was like, Lord, why am I so stupid? <laughs> I was dying laughing. Um, yeah, she's like, I try, to, I try to turn on the phone. I try to turn on the phone. <laughs> like, you see, she was so frustrated. She reviewed herself. It was so, so funny. funny. Um, a, a lot of reasons I wanted to bring it up. One, like, damn, that sucks, Cardi. <laughs> like, and um, it made me think about like nights where I've just been drunk and made terrible decisions. So we could share some things like that. Um, but also, like, is her and Offset's relationship toxic? <laughs> no, it's reality. It's just what happened. I mean, yes, is it toxic? I mean, not yes. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> so, it's, it's like you know. I guess I keep thinking about people judging the relationship to even call it toxic or anything in the first place. To to think that people are feel like they're without sin in their own situation and think that their relationship is toxic to anything that we have already faced in our lives. Their relationship is just as hard or as good as how relationships go. You know, and I mean, it could be tough and you could fight through it and sometimes you win and the winners get shot out through it. And I'm not saying the same, accept this or accept that. I'm not going there. You know, she could have easily just left. But if she is pushed, if God has pulled her heart to, like, work through it or have is maybe molding him or whatever the case may be, I don't know what God is shifting in their lives. But once she says, I'm with him, I don't think, oh, yeah, that's toxic. So then what makes a relationship toxic? I think when it's toxic, when it becomes physical situations, when now you're coming back to a addiction or coming back to something like that, I think that's when it becomes toxic. You think physical is the only thing that makes a relationship toxic? Or, like, yeah, constant cheating. Anything that's, like, you know, constant Isn't that what repetitive. he's allegedly and, doing? Huh? Isn't that what he's allegedly doing? Well, that's where it comes from. He, from where it was that he was cheating to being allegedly right now. So I... But, and, but even in the past, they, he's got caught cheating multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. Right, right, right. I guess it becomes insane if you stay with somebody like that. And she has the right to do it. She has the right to leave. I don't think... But I don't think that makes it toxic if she... Forgives him, I guess, one more time in a sense. Like now, if, like I said, because right now it's at allegedly. He did in the past, and from the, what I think is set on paper in front of me is that now she's getting rumors of more girls, either in the past or now, is what she's getting. Not necessarily that he's cheating now to this day. So I just don't know this. So this do you feel like it was toxic? Don't answer that question, Jew. I just. <laughs> 
I think almost go there. I think Good lawyer. You could fight through toxic question. relationships. Good lawyer. Yes. But I, just, I, I still don't want to sit there and just say something is toxic because she accepts a cheater or forgives a cheater. So you do know? you think toxic doesn't exist then? I don't like to think that. That's no. a great or, or, question. Or that all relationships are toxic. But go ahead. You think all relationships are toxic? If we're going to go there in a the sense of like, you know, forgiveness. And, and I'm only asking to clarify. Sorry. I'm not, <laughs> I, can, I can pinpoint like, okay, cheating this physical. I can do that or I can think of just that I see all relationships have struggles. That's not toxic, Joe. Yeah, struggles to me aren't toxic. Yeah, toxic. I mean, abuse well, is toxic. But abuse doesn't I think you said two to good things. You said mm-hmm. abuse and addiction. And if you're addicted to... I was going to be so crass right now. It was so bad. If you're addicted to cheating... Yes. Or in any form, if that's your addiction, addiction and your relationship... And physical was the first is, two things that thought toxic. Right. So that's, that's problematic. Right. That's a yeah. pretty wild addiction. Cheating? I'm addicted to cheating? That's wild. Some guys, that's what I think it is. Like when I know quite a lose, few people. Yeah, exactly. Me Just, too. Especially like Caribbean, I'm, man. I'm addicted to cheating. Like I can't stop, yes. no matter yeah. what. That's yes. why that, I don't believe that. Yeah, and that's a, so. that's a toxic relationship. Maybe you're with the wrong person because I've seen, I've seen no guys, one as should. As soon as they walk out their house, that's what they on? What they on? They they know to keep this one at home safe and sound, but they they they, they out here, I which is know. not safe and sound because. But to be a physical addiction, like I need it. He doesn't like, know he's addicted. I'm shaking because I. I, I didn't cheat today. I'm shaking. That's wild. Well, I think I think addiction doesn't always have to go to that extreme where it's like you're shaking. I think there's levels to addiction as well. So well, I think the scariest addiction is the one you're not conscious about. The subconscious addiction is the scariest one to me. But I think you think like, do I have a problem? Those ones are scarier to me than like being able to be like, I know I'm addicted. <laughs> I've had I've had homeboys tell me like, I don't I don't know. I just can't stop cheating. Yeah. Like tell me straight up, and I'm like, niggas is wild, man. Yeah. You're trying to get it. Like, like I just. I know people who cheated. They made mistakes. They worked through it. Maybe done it a couple other times. Okay. I still think there's a problem there. But I've also had homeboys be like, yeah, I just can't stop cheating. I, don't, I love her. Like, I just don't know. I'm sure there is. are women who have that issue, too. I yeah. I feel like if it brings out. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. I was about to say, I, I know more guys because obviously I'm a guy and I hang out with more guys. But mm-hmm. I've known some women to be able to kind of be upfront and be like, they're addicted to sex. It's so painful. Like. I feel like if a relationship brings out something in you that is that you try to fight against, like mm-hmm. it's I'm split. I feel like it's either definitely not for you or you need to learn self control. And I But it's so much harder if your partner and you are not on board yes. with the same thing. Like even yes. like if you think about trying to lose weight right like if I'm trying to lose weight and my partner doesn't help me to do that like knows that I'm fighting against gluttony or fighting against like bad habits or poor decision making or or sloth and laziness right <laughs> like that's not good and not me. even just that they're not helping you because 100% they should be helping you enablers if they're enabling, enabling you it, that's I think mm-hmm. even worse yeah and sometimes you just don't even know it sometimes that's like I said it's, it's, it's a process and I'm still learning, even in my own personal situation, that it's a process. The, the communication is very, because you kind of don't even know you're even in the moment going through it. A lot of people who are enablers or enabling bad habits or even when you're in the process of enabling somebody, you're, you don't even know you're doing it without communication. It's like, yo, can we talk about this? 
Because if you don't do it, you're going to get complacent and comfortable in your situation and you're just going to keep rolling like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there is relationships you do need to compromise on both sides. The man has to compromise a lot of his habits and the girl has to compromise. Or any relationship, I'm sorry, like not even just a girl or a man. Any relationship out there, you got to compromise to meet in the middle. And it gets bad when one side's compromising a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's tipping the balance. And because you, you, you almost forget how much you're compromising. Mm-hmm. You're almost losing yourself. I think that <laughs> in the relationship. I think my definition of a toxic relationship is if somebody is, if one person in the relationship hinders the other person from being their best selves in oh. any way. So, if that person is, I don't know, not good with money, and you keep taking gifts and asking for stuff and stuff like that, you're being toxic. Like you're not helping them to be better financially or. You know, the same thing, the example I just said with, like, working out and losing weight. If they're, like, buying terrible groceries and keeping them in the house and hangling, hangling, hanging fried Oreos (laughs) in your face, like, that is toxic. (laughs) Hanging and dangling. What you mean? I want the world to know. I want the world to know that Kirky's weakness are Oreos. Yeah, we know. When she discovered fried Oreos, worst thing I've got worse. Have you had fried Oreos? Yes, I have. Have you had fried Oreos? They are different. Like the texture changes. Where do you buy that? Let's go back to next. Why next palette? Where do you buy that? Oh, the Um, fair. (laughs) And there's some restaurants too, but you can make it. Mm -hmm. I don't trust the making stuff. Oh, it's never gonna come out how you expect it to. I kill a bit all the bad. time. I know fried Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. I don't know about that, man. Uh, I don't even like Oreos even like that. Why? I like the Oreo ice cream. Ketchup and tomato. Ketchup and tomato. I like tomatoes and ketchup. Right, but some people be like, I don't like tomatoes. I like, like Oreos, but, like but my go to is Chips Ahoy. Oh, I prefer it. With milk, right? Of course. Okay, because those are tough cookies. Chewy? No, the hard ones. The hard ones? ones? I mean, I eat all of them, but the go-to is the hard one with the milk. (laughs) I like it. You're so funny. What kind of milk? 2%? Whole milk? 1%? Milk is milk. (laughs) Almond milk? As long as it ain't no no almond milk, not that nasty soy milk. Not even the vanilla? I don't even like low-fat milk. It gotta come from a cow. I like regular milk. Do you even some milk? Yeah. With the red cap. Yes, the whole milk. Yes, I agree. Uh, there's still a place in this world so, for supposedly. Milk. I, I'm, I'm, but I'm struggling with that. Like, but there's a place in this world for that. But not there's not a place in the world. What happened before we started? Like we ate almond. Like we were fine, weren't we? With Stom- whole milk, milk start, whole milk started making my stomach you hurt. Became woke. So I stopped drinking whole milk. And then Ariel and Gio told me that there's pus in it. That was not. (laughs) Started calling things toxic. (laughs) Some guy broke it down. One video, and I usually don't ever fall for this. There was one video. No, I do not. (laughs) I do not fall for these things. I am against conspiracy theories and things, or like new knowledge for some reason. I gotta be like, let me read this some more because you're not gonna convince me that this new 30 year old guy is gonna tell me about this new religion and we all fall for it nope not falling for it so when it comes to um, Jim Jones there was one scientist that spoke about uh, milk and he was like he broke it down he's like this massive monster of a cow is producing milk to grow this 
this baby cow, which is hundreds of pounds, into a bigger hundred or pound. Like, oh, I just don't need milk. That don't make no sense. I don't need milk to develop me into a cow. Like the that nutrients too- from milks are to go grow into cows. Well, well there has been swallowing in a watermelon well, seed. There has been <laughs> issues of girls and children stomach. overgrowing yeah, because of children. yes, that is, is a huge process of like you know we're we're not giving. I feel like that. anything done in excess is bad. I don't think that drinking milk is always bad. That's what I'm saying. You know, well for it. and I think that we if we treated our cows properly and our animals properly then you know they could we could live off our land and their animals I mean not our people and these, this, this land belongs to us and these animals are here for us so there's there's a place in this world for cows and their milk I just feel sure. like there's just also like factories be doing messed up stuff to the milk right. so yeah. I don't like I don't drink whole milk anymore um, but milk but it also makes my stomach cheese. hurt so. dairy makes my stomach hurt so I, 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 just gotta, I honestly think it's okay this is I think it's dairy here because I have that problem here mostly like when I lived in Jamaica for a year like I, the milk was just different not just the milk the food was different like for example mm-hmm. ginger was super small and very potent and it's like the way you treat your land the way you treat your animals and you know what you're growing makes a huge difference and of course like the regulations of like in the law you know mm. on all the technical yeah, stuff like GMOs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it matters so I yes milk right now in it's current state it's poisonous probably <laughs> really really bad you know yeah, 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 so yeah. buy good whole milk <laughs> from a yeah, trusted yeah, yeah. source but I'm with you, you know I like that I like that idea for sure yeah that's funny um what going back to toxic relationships milk. one other thing I wanted to say yes <laughs> most people have a toxic relationship with milk because it keeps you from being your best self but no um, friendships can also be very toxic mm. not like and I think that definition of if they hinder you in any way of being your best self like if you know you struggling and you out on your ass and your friends are always like come on let's just do this or you know you have you struggle with addiction Ooh. or you struggle with drinking and your friends are like just have one drink it's like those things because can be toxic because so subconscious that it can happen to everybody is to me it feels like all those things are toxic like not that it separates because we just like you know when you say like come on you got this and probably somebody's trying to uplift you like sometimes that's necessary for moments so I'm like everybody's kind of toxic in a sense because we just don't know what we're doing if the conversation is had yeah then then it's toxic and not just the first time because I do think it takes people time to grow but if I say or if somebody says to me hey this is something that I don't want to do or this is this is my path that I'm going on right now and I turn around and I just like ignore what they said and keep trying to push them in a negative direction Mm -hmm. I mean unless I'm saying to them oh, you know, well, let's talk through it. Let's pray about it. Let's come to a conclusion if this is really best for you. Mm-hmm. But if it's not like that, then it is. It is toxic. I, I, I came to the conclusion with that. And I, I think pattern- my feeling, now, now that y'all laid down the rules of toxic, I will still, I say this, yes, that becomes toxic, and I agree with you. I That's think where I'm also- at with it now. If you have that mm-hmm. conversation, you have laid down the foundation of where you want your friendship or your relationship to be, and then somebody still ignores that and goes back to doing the bad habits that's toxic I also think patterns are different from situations Mm -hmm. like if yeah like patterns are different if they're constantly doing it like not the first time because sometimes you don't even know how serious it is 
Like, mm-hmm. I've tried a million and 10,000 different diets, so I don't think my friends take it seriously anymore when I'm on, like, a journey. <laughs> so then it's just like, girl, like, you could just do some extra cardio tomorrow. You'll be okay. What did Vlad say to you at the movie night? Oh, yeah, I was trying to get a slice of pizza. He's like, oh, I thought, I thought you were you fasting. Were I, you I was like, who told you that? I never said that. Are you trying to say I need to be? That's not the point. Anyways. <laughs> but you felt guilty, though? I felt so guilty. I was like, let me at least get a cheese pizza instead of pepperoni. <laughs> so I niggas want to call people out on pizza. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Vlad. Shout out to you, cousin. That was hilarious. Right. As soon as she got through, you were fascinating. Before we, before we close out, we do do a segment on my playlist. Is there any uh, artists or songs that you're super... I already know what Janae's going to talk about. Um, so this is where we just share, what are you currently listening to? What are you enjoying? You know, Gio's a DJ. He loves to talk about music. So that's what yes. that's. Um, yeah, Nick, go ahead. Uh, Tory Lane's album is pretty good. So if you guys get a chance, just listen to it maybe twice. Is he singing? He does everything. Oh. He addresses the situation. I will not. What situation? The alleged shooting. Oh, alleged <laughs> shooting. <laughs> Uh, Janae, what are you currently listening Mulatto. to? Mulatto. Yes. <laughs> Mulatto. I enjoy her music so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I knew you were going to do it, too. I couldn't wait for Nick to say it. It's a great uh-huh. album. Mm-hmm. I heard it was fire. I heard it was pretty. You told me it was fire, Jill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, but what is it? The monkey's out the jar. The cat's out the bag. Those are not even real. <laughs> Did you listen to Tory Lane's album? Do you support a man who shot a woman? Alleged. <laughs> I, I, yes or no? I already talked about this last episode. I said this already. But I now, now you, well, you didn't say you were spreading I propaganda. away from this. You were spreading. <laughs> you were sp- <laughs> Janae pressed the bomb, everybody. You spread, not only did you listen to it, you spread propaganda and told another black man to go listen to it. You told Nick it was propaganda. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. You told Nick it was fire. The day I woke up and said what I said about Tory Lanez, about him, like, you know, the situation. I didn't know he came out with an album and I just saw people going at controversy online and then I said you should hear both sides because I definitely wanted to hear Tory Lane's side of it not something to say I already had him guilty in my head but I know that's not fair so I said I'm going to let this black man speak he came out with an album then Nick came to me and said Gio did you hear the album Nick is Facts. a great ear <laughs> a great ear for music and like telling me certain things that are hot Nick helped me with my uh, uh, reggae playlist completely if you hear me DJ some reggae songs now that's all due to Nick Nick like you don't got that dumpling yet I'm like no I don't that. you know like so, so like, <laughs> is that a real song because that sounded mad racist yeah okay so just making sure <laughs> It's racist for you to think that that's racist. (laughs) Did you play that dumpling song? Somebody said, oh, I just downloaded new Haitian music and then sarcastically was like, did you play that new griot? Like, I'd be like, nigga, what? Uh, (laughs) That's you saving yourself because you're about to get the hot seat. You're about to save half of Oh, don't try to bring me into the hot seat. You're already burning. (laughs) Can you feel the heat? I like that. Yes, go back to LeBron James. That's amazing that he's doing So not Tory Lanez and how you like the album? So then Nick came to me and said, yo, did you listen to the Fire album? I was like, I said, is it good? He said the Fire album? He said, said, it's the album of the year. Me being a musical guy, Mm. 
hearing the album of the year was killing me to not listen to. Over Tiana? album of the year? Did you listen to Tiana? Did you listen to Janae Aiko? Let's yes. Both, both of them? Yes. And this was better? Yes. Why? Because it's fire. Why? Why was it better than... You have to listen to it. You have to listen to it. Why was it better than... You have to listen to it. why it was better. Go on YouTube. Don't support him. Support YouTube. And, um... Find a way to listen to it. <laughs> he just said, I don't understand. Oh, I will bootleg it for you. I mean, so we don't have to, we can bootleg the album, y'all. So y'all got, I mean, if Do y'all you want think to that you liked it so much because you didn't believe that he shot Meg? I no. believe that he shot I Meg. I specifically oh, said to Gio, if this situation never happened, that album would be number one regardless. Yes. Oh. Word, word, for, word for word is what he told me. Oh, yeah. Great timing. Siri, That's what I thought. Talking to you. So we about to send that to you. Call like, yeah. What's up? What you saying? I, <laughs> I do text Megan the side from time to time. But you she know, doesn't respond. She, and she, she didn't tell you the truth. I know the truth. Okay. Hey. What's the truth? The truth is that man shot her. Allegedly. And the thing is, would the album be as good if it didn't happen? Because he wouldn't have as much content to talk about. Yes, if, I, if I, the yeah. album was based on what he you was said so about him telling his side of the story before this, this but he was. This he was year. On, it would have been a totally he different was, album. He was so entertaining, but he was on his Wasn't way he off. the one who had the lives? Of course, Instagram, Instagram, yep. Oh my, he fire, yes. But let fire. me tell you though, when I say this, Nick, Nick brought up a point on Facebook on my post that had me thinking. When we talk about artists talking about their trauma, they usually put on wax. So we did expect Tory Lanez to retire. Do you expect him to never not talk about On this? an album. There was, you know, and then mind you, when people said, oh, it was too soon, you know, we're mourning, the album dropped on the day his mother died and she died on her birthday. So there was a, there was significance to even the day dropping for his situation, right? And so it's so sad that there's a tragedy that he shot Megan. Then drop an album about your mom. Don't drop an album talking about Megan's trauma. And, so then, and, the, and then they're, they're going to say, why didn't you speak on the situation? Every not do what they do. I'm, I'm, every artist will not talk about their pain and the trauma that they're going through. No. Janae, if it exploits another woman. Relationships. Beyonce. Beyonce talks about relationships. She told everybody in the world that Jay-Z cheated on her. In partnership with her husband. Who cares? I mean, she said... She if That's Meg drops different. an album, will it be okay? Yes, it's her trauma. No, no, no. If Meg drops an album, will it be okay that Tori also dropped his album? If he dropped it after. Oh. Oh, if he, so he had to what wait. If, is where you're at with I feel what like if he they needed permission. Con- what if they came to a conclusion yes. and he was... I feel like he needed permission. I think, I think Maybe what, he did get permission and we don't know. She was upset. No. How do you know? Mm. Do you know Megan? Did you ask her? Did you text her and ask her? She as said, soon as she... Did, I do text her, but I text her as a, on her... I'm, a, I'm subscribed to her fan page, so... like. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but as soon as he dropped it, she put the, that's when she put the picture with the F.U. Knuckles, and then that's when, she, and then afterwards, she, his camp still continued to say that she was lying about the situation, and she spoke about it again. Tori Lane's came on the album, and on the album, album says, that I'm going to clear all this up, forget this camp thing, and says what he said on the album. And didn't, and, I'm not saying and what I heard. I'm not saying that at all, I'm not saying that at all, but eventually, I'm like, so when do we eventually, do they... Are able because I I've never heard an artist not talk about the trauma. I think exploitation is him. wrong. Yes, and I think he exploited her trauma. He used but her he, trauma for he financial no trauma game. in the situation because he might have been traumatized too as well. Not just to be fair. At what point that. do we start to be adult, strong, leading black men and t- take a moment to take a step back and be there for a black woman who you shot? Allegedly But he did He apologized He didn't apologize For shooting her He never said I'm sorry I shot you And then he continued To berate other black women On the album Like you didn't even Learn from it 
They went against him. What do you expect? <sighs> you talked about that girl's daughter. Keep my child's name out your mouth. If I was Masika, I would have had. If I was Fetty Wap, I would have punched him in his mouth, bringing up my child's name in your music. Name dropping, you just like he just. They're accusing you. Don't say nothing about that man. I. You, 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 Gertie. I mean, I feel like you are. I feel like you're not coming. You want me to sit there and come to? I don't want you to do anything. Or or anybody, even the followers to or your listeners to like. Yeah, we have to be like. Don't. I guess too far left in this situation just a tad bit. There's a lot of places we can agree at. Did she have came out with the album? No. That's all I'm saying. And yeah, but then it goes to the point where I'm saying you I can won't never say to nothing and explain. Like there is when I say he has some trauma too. Like let's say like something like if it was a very bad night, he's traumatized as well too. I'm sure that he's traumatized. Pen a letter. Pen a letter. So, but it sounds like he could have gone on live like he was doing the whole quarantine. That's what I expect him to do. I that would have been talk about it. Been nice. I, thought it, I, thought I said exploiting is the problem. Exploiting is when you get financial gain for something else. That's but not. The artist doing his music doesn't sound like he's exploiting nothing. Or if an artist who already it's the definition of exploiting. You're get you, you got paid to talk about what she went through. If you really cared, if you were to me, pen a letter and post it. Like to me, that's what that would have been acceptable. And then drop the album later. But at least you did something. You made an announcement. Tonight, I'm gonna tell my side of the, the story. Drama for the me. drama, the build up tonight, 9 p.m. Boom, album. It's like, what? That's why I haven't well, listened. But you agree that he shouldn't have dropped the album, so there's really no, like... He should not have dropped the album, but I do, like, when I say, like... I guess I'm defending artists speaking about their trauma, regardless. Like, yeah, there's... Yeah, Kodak can do that. Everyone else can do that. Did, um, did Beyonce speak on the cheating? Or did she just drop an album? Yes, but to me, the cheating was her trauma. If Jay-Z... Drop four 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 before Beyonce dropped Lemonade. It would be a very similar conversation. You, but oh, that's also his wife and a decision. I, mean, I would say like, also they did this together. They did I, it together. I don't think that's the context that we. Well, they're married, so. Mm-hmm. But if we're gonna take context into consideration, it, it's still I guess we gotta say it's allegedly. We're, we're giving what we're what they're giving us, and we're taking everything into context, and we're not ignoring any facts. So with that said, Tory Lanez is saying like, you know, I did not do this and I'm going to tell y'all how I feel about this. And he's saying Meg. So in the song, sorry, for, just for clarity, I don't mean to cut you off. The, he says he didn't, he didn't do it. Yes. Very clear on almost every song. Mm-hmm. You should listen to the album. I won't. <laughs> he repeats I, I, I this on every Black song. Damn yes. every song. It's like apology. I mean, it's just. So what is he apologizing for if he didn't shoot her? Just to put Meg through this. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things like he says he did wrong. He says like, yo, I didn't even. There's a point. I don't even want to quote. I don't remember it exactly in entirety. Because I only was allowed to listen to it once. I have it if you guys want to listen to it. And um, no. <laughs> and there was a point where he mentioned doing what he did. And like, he didn't know that him and Meg were getting romantic at that level they, they were kicking it and whatnot but then we saw Kylie he, he admits that like yo I was trying to get at her and I didn't even know that you were feeling this way but the reason why they got so close because they were all they were both mourning the death of their mothers but didn't he also of- say that he knew that they were together and she was lying to her friends about it he, he, he I don't I don't yes. know quote it so how yeah. so that, so those two things can't I be true think, I think, I think, huh? think Gio's misconstruing the lyrics okay, okay. Oh, okay. listen to the album I won't, but if you would like to or, or, or download the lyrics and read them. 
I did that oh, with that song. All of the songs. The initial song that was the Free. thing, I went on genius.com. I will consider so I'll, reading I'll the lyrics. I, will, to read I won't it. stream it. I won't You have get to read it. all of them. Is this like I a Chris Brown lately song. 50 songs or is it like seven songs? Isn't it like... It's a good amount. It's a good amount of five. 20 or 15? I think it's like 15. 15. A straight fire? 15, yeah. Barbecue, you know. Not a straight fire. fire. I, I can't. I mean, I, I mean, I, I can't okay, help okay, him I, get I, Like I said, now that the world knows I listen to it, it was it was an incredible listen. I was fascinated. I was like, I literally went back to me and said, I cannot believe he dropped the best album. To Gerthy's point about year, penning yeah. a letter, maybe this is the letter that he penned. It's just a fifteen-page long letter. But it's but it's when, but when you no, get no 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 no. Yeah. I completely mm-hmm. agree that he exploited the situation. But I'm saying like in terms of us listening to the album, no. But reading the lyrics, like I could see. Yeah, that's what I said. I might letter. be okay with reading the right. lyrics. I just can't because by me listening, he gets another. Stream. I 100 percent agree. He gets with another you. coin, mm-hmm. and I can't do that. And I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Tory Lanez album. <laughs> Fuckboy's album uh, 21 Savage too 21 Fire. Savage Yes that was really good Top 2 Mulatto yeah. Janae Shea Mulatto I've been currently Listening to Giveon I mentioned mm. The last song He dropped I On the With Snow Allegra That I was like Oh I'm so fascinated And then that Brought me to like Listening to all of his Other projects I didn't realize He was the singer On, on Drake's Chicago Freestyle And then yeah, like I text Ariel the other day, like you gotta listen to this guy. <laughs> He's so good, good R and B, soulish His remake music. of D'Angelo was really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Jill, what are you listening to these days? Um, I'm definitely still on Savage Mode too. It's crazy. I mean, uh, has nothing but hits. It's so good to hear that uh, Twenty One Savage back. And and in form because I thought Twenty One Savage was great, like in the way he's done with his career. Like you know, his last album was great, and then now he went back to Savage mode. Now he can give it. He's becoming a full round um, artist, and I'm loving that. Uh, there's some albums I want to listen to that I haven't listened to. Aside from the ones I've been mentioning for the last couple of weeks, I'm still on those. Like I'm still on the um, Money Bag Yo and Black Youngster. I think mean, I've never really been like a Black Youngster. Album listener I know all of his hits But never really div- Dived into his albums But this one Gave me a chance To hear him in a great way So I was like You know I like this one It's a, it's a good listen to That, that album did, did anyone listen to Division Amusing Her Feelings It was a little while ago But mm-hmm. like I think Summertime I got put on Division later And I'm still Getting on to him Because I mean Every time that- I hear Division It's kind of like raw And then It goes Amusing Her me. Feelings Is a nice album It's mm-hmm. kind of grown They open nice. for somebody that we seen in concert was it Drake, Chance the Rapper, Chance the Rapper. There's a I lot think. of albums out though, and they were and they were good and yeah. But I, I haven't. Was on Chance the Rapper album. Yeah. No, not Chance the Rapper's album. It was Chance the Rapper's concert. Concert. They, oh, they opened. Oh, 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 you you heard them live. We did. That was the vision. Well, we were late. We were late. Oh, okay. I was like, but yeah. Okay, 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 okay. He but he's supposed to open up. They. They. It's two guys. It's two guys. That reminds me of T Pain. Like back then, like I thought T Pain was a group until you saw it. I was like, oh, this is one guy. Bruh, like I thought Travis Porter was one person. Yeah, they got a <laughs> one person name. Yeah. Well, who makes a group with first and the last name? <laughs> and then I thought Roscoe Dash was the group, and that was the person. It's just a lot. And Roscoe Dash sounds like a group name. Exactly. But you know what? Um, there's a lot of albums out that I want people to uh, listen to, yes. and then maybe we can um, go through and just them name them. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Trey Songs just came out with an album. Mm. Um, I see right. uh, What's it called Mario came out With an album mm. Braid my hair Mario I'm like You know All these guys Coming out with an album uh, What is it The Party Next Door Just came out with an album 
Um, these singers are coming out. I want this. I see that happening. I wonder if they're all like taking lead. Like this is the R and B singer moment because <laughs> it's like I'm waiting for see, Rihanna. Yes, Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna needs to even come out. I'm still yes, waiting on the my favorite mm-hmm. guys though. There's a lot of music coming out, but I'm still waiting on the the my top tier guys, which I have like the 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 Drake, the Kendricks, the J Cole, those guys. I'm waiting for Big Sean oh, came Kendrick. out strong. Woo, came out strong, but he always has to set the tone. So I was like, all right, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I want to listen to those albums. I want to see some of these R&B guys because to bring me back to a place that I like because R&B has been very fishy uh, genre of music for me. So I actually looking forward to hearing like I haven't listened to the Bryson Tiller album yet, Mario, Closer to Mars, things like that. I want to take those out. It's interesting. I feel like there is a lot of good R&B out there. I think a lot of it's just not. It's just a different sound. Which I, so then I feel like miss? people. Just don't listen to like for some, at one point in time I was it was I was only feeling like that 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 essence of that R and B from our women singers or women R and B artists I was like yo they're coming out with bangers it was one point in time where like refill came out and then like a couple uh, like about about a year ago like Ella May came out and then like Janae Eco I'm like yo oh this is fire like they're coming out with some soulful songs and things like that that bring me back to the place I just wonder if there's still a strong market for male R&B. Right. Like, I just wonder if men still want, like, a lot of these male rappers that have been out, and even the male R&B singers that have been out have been very, like, thuggish male mm-hmm. rap. I don't want to use the word. I don't mean thug in a negative way or, like, in a... but just, like, like Chris Brown. Like, Chris Brown is a hardcore R&B like, kind of guy. You know what I mean? sound so much. And I'm I mean, sure on his albums, he still has romantic songs, yeah. but, like, the hits are more, like, party, strip club. It's still the same kind of topics that a lot of the rap is on. So then I think that that's what sells a little bit more. But, like, Eric Bellinger, Jacob Lattimore, Division. But there's just... They're, they're putting content out there mm-hmm. all the time, but it's just like, is that what's going to pick up? A lot of, I don't know if a lot of guys are into that. I and, think six, and not, six, not, six, six lack, black? Are they still, oh, so black. Still not, they still have this underground feel to them. I, I could be wrong. It seems like Division and some of those people that you mentioned haven't took haven't became superstars and yet. I'm saying that's I wonder if that's because uh, the, the way guys don't really want to listen to that as much anymore but I wonder girls because I feel like we listen to then. a lot of male R&B artists growing up I guess a lot so. of the people who I'm around that are women do listen to those people and we don't see them breaking but like mm-hmm. you're right a lot of women probably don't want to either I'm not back trying to then, back mm-hmm. then there was a lot of um, there was even though guys I believe I think you're onto something that guys did listen to R&B more back then but when we talk about percentage wise, you always depended on the women to like grow the next R and B sensation. That's the targeted audience that you know R and B singers went to. There's a huge gap in the percentage of like who's buying the records mm-hmm. or buying the albums. And um, I think nowadays it's it's a lot harder because when you take the percentage out, like the male buyers, it's all gone, and now the male guys are just only listening to their rappers. Mm-hmm. So even, and women like rap more. Now. And I th- we, right because women always buy. Women always buy. But albums. I feel like also we like just miss a lot of like there. There is very few, very few artists now who hit the same like from Luther Vandross to Tyrese. You know, like it. There's a different sound out now that just. We came from such an elite era of R&B music. Mm-hmm. And what's out now, I'm not saying it's not elite. It's just not, it doesn't feel 
the same way. I, I can listen the, to voice to men and uh-huh. like, you know, like fall over emotionally. Division still gives me some, but I don't think the mm-hmm. mainstream stuff hits. But I do yeah. think that the the underground people like. Like, I use Eric Bellinger's, like, not the album he's come, I think his last album, like, two years ago. I was like, damn, this sounds like 90s R&B. But he's also written for so long. Like, he is a, almost a part of that, that and era. You're, mm-hmm. you're right about, like, Giveon being someone to listen to. Because it's not 90s, of course. It's mm-hmm. not 90s R&B, but it's still emotionally, like... Yeah. I'm sorry, even the, when... The, the, the direction of this world has... Uh, led us away from love in general that's why I'm very scared of like subconsciously like we don't sell love as much as we sell sex and bottles and stuff like that so I, that's why I'm getting from the R&B eventually comes down to that versus the love that R&B used to sell like that was what was good. all about the pain and the love of love and I also think there's more white-ish R&B singers and they've kind mm-hmm. of like taken like a I feel like every year we get like that one big love song yeah. I, last year, two years ago, was the John Legend song "All of Me." Like that was a big, that was like the wedding song of the year. But right around that time, Ed Sheeran's uh, "I'm Thinking Perfect. Out Loud," oh. like yeah, people they, fall in love. That song, yeah. that took, that was like every wedding song for the year. There's more quote unquote soulful white people like who are making well, I, I, I will say white artists so the going white versus black. but it still gets named as ranked under pop. So well, then Ed Sharon, right? Ed Sharon is a person who loves the culture of black music, right? Um, a person like Ed Sharon is something that's also part of the problem. People love white folks love hearing black music from white folks. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what it always comes back down to. He's always gonna do better singing our music. Even if it is a little bit because I listen to a lot of Ed Sheeran. He it doesn't it doesn't sound like all the way R and B, but there's a lot of the songs that do hit, do kinda hit with me like it has that R and B essence. And of course, he just has to capture the hearts of us and he's gonna get the backup from White folks in general. In this I country. mean, Justin Bieber has had some. White Sam folks. Smith. Yeah, yeah, white um, folks. Like they always, they're gonna support them and make them millionaires. They make those guys superstars. It's us having to be in the underground and talk about these guys in this context. Like, there's so many good guys, but when I listen to it, them, they hear it and they make them superstars. I also think, like, I feel like Frank Ocean had a vibe that was very like reminiscent of a good time. Like, yeah. But then Frank Ocean came out, and I feel like that has stifled. Some of his his growth, unfortunately. But but yeah, so go ahead. um, Before we close out, there is one thing that I do want to share a little bit about. um, And that is the SARS issue that is happening in Nigeria. And I just wanted to spread awareness to that. Um, SARS is a special anti-robbery squad and police unit that was started in 92 to try to support and help, um, like help against the robbery and theft issues that were happening. But now, you know, in just the past three years, there's been 82 cases of abuse um, and extra, like, judicial killings from the police. There's been illegal detaining, and then they detain them illegally and then extort their family Mm -hmm. to to get money. People have been told that, like, there's been stories about forcing women or men to go to the ATM machine and take out money and give it to the police and then killing them or not killing them or whatever, but they still do it and they've just gotten, quote-unquote, away with it for so long. And so people aren't up right now. Mm-hmm. Police, 
Yeah. It's making me think, and we could talk about this on the next episode, but what is our role as, as the black community here in America to fight for and stand for and protect our black brothers and sisters in even black countries? Um, makes me think about what is like America's role in these things. But above all else, just continue to spread awareness and try to help them out over there. Yes, yes. With great power comes great responsibilities. I know I love saying that quote often, mm -hmm. but it's true. When you when you can do better, when you know better, you can do better. So when it comes to all of us, if you can do anything to help, any way, by any means necessary, um, go ahead and try to do it. Yes. Janae and Nick, thank you for joining us. Anything you'd like to say before we before Gio sends us home? Uh, thanks for having me. No, yeah. Listen to the album. Tory Lane. Anything else you want to promote um, <laughs> or share? <laughs> nah, that's it. I'll do another shout out for the album. It's pretty fire. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Janae. Can't wait for people to hate you, They're going to hate you online. <laughs> shout out to Jesus. Amen to that. For bringing us to this moment. You know? This is dope. To, to feel like it's just another day. <laughs> talking you know I love that thank you so much because that's what we wanted when I uh, when we came up with this idea of the green box I wanted it to feel like yeah we on the green box you know get your drink get your smoke do whatever you gotta do hang out and chop it up with your friends alright Gio before the street lights come on send us yes home. yes um, I'm gonna quote one of my favorite rappers <laughs> and it's one of my favorite songs all the success I received I know you can't believe I still love them but they don't love me you like the drunk uncle in your family. You know they lame. You feel ashamed. You still love them the same. I love that quote. People will never treat you the way you expect them to. Everybody is different. And I say, you take that into consideration when it comes to the ones who love. We have our own flaws. And we need to look in the mirror sometimes. But with that said, look at people knowing they're struggling just like you. Sometimes they might not move in the grace that you move in. Remind yourself... When you're a little annoyed, remember that in that moment, it's just annoying right now, but you still love them the same. Remind them that you love them. And that can go a long way. Everybody needs help. Spread love. That's all we need right now. Spread love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.